Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night Stalker Podcast, Season 3, Episode 290. Uh, today I had a question sent in by uh, Terry Sutton, uh, who is the host of the uh, Savage, uh, Savage Watch uh, webpage. Uh, it's a basic, uh, the webpage, you know, um, unsolved homicides, disappearances, uh, unexplained and other uh, strange things that occur. It's a popular uh, web page. If you get a chance, take a look at it. But uh, let me just go go to find where he he did send me a uh, a question. I'm just going to try to find it here. Let me see if this is it. This is Terry from SavageWatch.com. Uh, my question for you on this podcast is: How common do you think poisonings? that result in homicide are. We obviously know that homicides committed by gunshots, knife wounds, uh, bludgeoning, are often more easy to diagnose. But poisoning homicides have been going on for thousands of years. As a police officer, have you or anyone you've worked with ever encountered a situation where somebody was poisoned? And do you think it's happening more often than not, whether it's in drug overdoses such as fentanyl or maybe chemical poisoning where somebody may die of a heart attack that's never diagnosed or even slow poisoning where somebody dies of a neurological condition brought on by poisoning from several different chemicals? What is your opinion on this? Well, Terry, you know... Um if you look at poisoning, I mean, poisoning has been around for, as you said, thousands of years. It is the least likely way to commit a homicide because there's a lot of complexities involved. One of the complexities involved is uh, hiding it uh, from any type of forensic uh, lab testing. Um, there's very few uh, chemicals that can enter into the body, cause that type of devastation, and all of a sudden just disappear from uh, the normal uh, toxicology testing. So it's a very hard thing to do. It's it's very complicated. It's not you know it it doesn't occur all of a sudden. But if you think about it, I mean. You know, look at all the uh, homicides, especially earlier homicides, uh, you know, antifreeze, uh, insulin, all, all that kind of stuff, uh, rat poisoning. Um, but that, in a lot of cases, it's always been detected, maybe not right away. Um, sometimes the body bodies had to be exhumed, but, you know, it, it's always detectable. There's nothing that's not detectable. It's just you have to know what you're looking for. One interesting point that you did bring up, and uh, I, I was thinking about it while I was listening to your question, is an overdose by fentanyl or any type of uh, drug. Um, in my opinion, I would consider it a poisoning, regardless if a person has a an addiction problem or not, if you're the individual that supplies the drugs, the body dies because it's really been poisoned. So should you be charged for that? Um, 
Yeah, you should. Um, if we add that type of uh, situation into your initial question, then um, the reality is poisoning now becomes the leading killer in a homicide. If you look at the amount of people that die from fentanyl overdoses, drug overdoses, um, drugs supplied by other people, um, it in an instant brings the um, cases of poisoning up exponentially. So if you want to consider that a form of uh, poisoning, poisoning now would become the leading uh, cause of homicides probably around the world. Um, we know the third world countries always use it. They're, they're always trying to poison each other. I don't know what the hell's wrong with these people. You know, I saw so many people, especially the Russians. Why do the Russians always want to poison people? You know, it's like, Jesus, you know, you know just like stop. You know, I, I, I get so tired sometimes of society the way it is. and Everybody's going to kill this one, kill that one. They hate this one. Ah, oh, Jesus. You know, I hate to get onto these tangents, but it's just such bullshit. You know, uh, but no, poisoning has been used for a long time. If you actually go back in earlier, I don't know if I'm talking real early, but 60s, 70s, 50s, maybe in the 40s, probably the 40s too, uh, there were a lot of homicides committed by poisoning, you know, but like I said, most of the stuff, especially with today's technology, it's, it's detectable. There's very few things that you could... Uh, uh, use as a matter of fact, I'm going to bring my my uh, my pal uh, Bob Lazar, uh, the the man that started the uh, Area 50 uh, one phenomenon. Um, he claimed that the federal government uh, raided his business twice for. Um, looking for some alien uh, chemical, uh, element 115, I believe he called it. But the fact was, um, I, I read both of the search warrants, and the second search warrant was actually because, well, both were because he was selling radioactive uh, material or hazardous materials over state lines, but the second one actually had to do, it was using a homicide. So right there you have a, you know, a person that's well known for his uh, I don't know what I want to call it it's you know area 51 you know you have to go to my area 150 my area 51 or rant to uh, understand my thoughts about it but even 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 with a case like that it was used um, you know the Marilyn Monroe may be the same thing so you know poisoning is not as uncommon as people would leave it you know believe it to be so um, you know, that's why they uh, added certain type of uh, s smells into, um, you know, antifreeze so you, you could smell it, uh, so you knew what it was, um, because that was used so <laughs> in so many homicides. But that's my thought on it, um, you know, um, like I said, this is Michael C. Bouchard, host of Night Stalker Podcast, episode... 290 and we are in season 3 and we will be back in a few minutes with another topic.